Welcome back in Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Coming back at you. A couple segments left. Looking forward to talking a little NBA here with Landon Seacrest as we get into the NBA Finals game four coming up tomorrow night on ABC as the Boston Celtics currently with a two games to one lead over the Golden State Warriors. I'm sorry, 8 p.m. tip on ABC. Not tonight. It's uh, is it tonight? It is tonight. That's right. They go back to get Golden State for a Monday game five. So you're right. It is tonight at eight o'clock on ABC. So raise your hand if you thought the Celtics were going to be up two games to one right now. Yeah, nobody. <laughs> Landon Seekers now joins us, though, and Landon can tell us a little bit about how the Celtics have gotten to this point uh, against probably the heavily favored Golden State Warriors. So, Landon, welcome in. Heavily favored coming in. Yeah, well. Certainly, probably not so much. But <laughs> That's yeah. right. Thanks for taking some time with us, buddy. Hello. It's it's surprising to me that the Celtics are at 2-1. I was not expecting this. I I believe I predicted the Warriors to make the finals and win the finals in one of our prior segments. But, I mean, the, the Celtics are just blowing everyone away. I mean, Jalen Brown is emerging, and it looks like he's better than Jason Tatum. It looks like Steph Curry has no help, which is surprising because he's a three-time champion. There's just so many unexplainables in this series so far. One of those unexplainables is that Draymond Green hasn't necessarily been Draymond Green throughout the course of this series. Uh, where and and any any semblance of physicality, I guess, with this Warriors team starts with number twenty-three. You're right, and it seems like Draymond's focus is not on basketball, but it seems like. Draymond isn't even the same Draymond that he was in years past. We haven't known him as a scorer, but he impacts the game in different ways. But I think he has less than 15 points this total series, and he's really not even impacting the game in any other ways. He's not being a defensive, the defensive anchor that we usually think he is. So it's kind of it's kind of weird to see how Draymond is playing, and he's kind of focusing on everything besides winning the finals. And, and the thing about that for, for Steve Kerr and the Warriors coaching staff is you can't scheme because you don't know what he's going to bring or not. I mean, the, the lack of his consistency in his play really has to make it tough for them to figure out how to attack these Celtics otherwise. You're exactly right. And like I said, Usually Draymond could help out on the defensive glass where they've been hammered. And it seems like the Celtics are getting all these offensive boards and getting second chance opportunities. And we know the Warriors aren't going to get taller, but they usually beat you with that physicality led by Draymond Green, like you said. But it seems like it's just not there in this series so far. That's got to be frustrating. I mean, if you're a Warriors fan, certainly if you're a Warrior. Right, right. It's it's definitely frustrating from a fan's perspective, but the Warriors, I mean, they're accustomed to getting to this stage and performing at the highest level. Draymond, Steph, Clay, everyone that's been a part of those Warriors championship teams, they've expected to produce, and it seems like only Steph Curry is producing, and he's not even really doing it for four, four quarters. He's doing all he can, but Clay is 
spotting up and not making jump shots. Draymond is, has his head in other places. I mean, where is Curry going to get the help from? That's well, it probably not from Clay Thompson, who <laughs> let me tell you, Celtics fans are, I, I love, I'm loving this. Clay Thompson and Draymond Green are obviously the uh, targets for Celtics fans. How about this injury report? Clay Thompson, uh, questionable, got his feelings hurt. <laughs> I, I mean, this, uh, that's one of the things that you don't really understand about Boston until you're there, especially in a series that, that in, in a final series, you're coming from, you know, Golden State has played Dallas, which, eh, and Memphis, which Memphis fans were just happy to be there and they were excited about their team, but they weren't worried about your team. Boston fans don't give a crap. They, they're coming at you. They're coming after you, and you have to feel, figure a way to deal with that uh, on the road. And obviously, they had no answer for it <laughs> in game four. So how can they deal with it tonight, or will they be able to deal with it, or will the Celtics run away with this one as well? I think, I think the Warriors do shake back and really show that mental toughness that we're accustomed to seeing them have. I mean, Draymond Green just has to get his head back on straight, plain and simple. But Klay Thompson, I mean, we're, he's not known as a talker, but you saw in the post-game conferences, you know, he expressed that his feelings were hurt and his mind is on the Boston Celtics fans. But we know Klay Thompson to lock in and go for 37 in the quarter. So, I mean, I believe that Klay Thompson can lock in and do that. And we know what Curry's going to bring. He's brought it all series. But I think the Warriors are going to win this game for and I think it's a must win for them because if they don't, Boston's going to run away and win the series. Absolutely. I think the question, though, Landon, is once you start acknowledging the fan base, haven't they already won? Definitely. I believe if you're focused on the fan base and you're listening to what they say and you're already a three-time champion, that's something you should not be worrying about. And you've been here so many times. So, it's kind of puzzling to see the stars like Clay Thompson and Draymond Green. Steph Curry hasn't said much, but see those stars focused on other things besides winning the finals. I mean, it's it's just puzzling from a fan perspective, and it's got to be frustrating for Coach Steve Kerr. At the same time, it's got to be fantastic for the Celtics. I mean, I, it, it feels like this fan base has really taken on that six-man type mentality, and they obviously are imp- having an impact. And, you know, I – I just don't know, Landon, if they can shake that. I mean, you'd like to think that the Golden State Warriors have been in these positions before and, and they know what it takes and that kind of thing. But the fact that they are that this is even a factor makes you wonder if it is something they can overcome. And, you know, with Boston having won, what, game one in yeah. Oakland, San Francisco, wherever it is that they play now, they've now got the home court advantage. And so, like you said, Golden State's got to steal one in Boston, and ideally tonight would be it because going down three to one, even if you've got two more back at your place, that's not real comfortable. You're exactly right. And we've seen throughout the series, Tennessee alumni, Grant Williams, he's getting in Draymond's head. I mean, led by Marcus Smart, the Celtics have that hard-nosed defense, but it's kind of rubbing off on those other role players like Robert Williams and Grant Williams, and they're kind of taking on that mantra from the fans and they're feeding off of each other. And it really has the Warriors shook. 
Listen, Grant Williams has played nothing but tenacious defense in this entire postseason. Every time I watch the Celtics, I watch this guy take on uh, some of the better players, offensive players on their opposing team, and he is relentless in his defensive pressure. And, uh, you know, a lot of times, if you're not used to that, it's it's hard to – and a, a guy like Grant Williams, if, it, if his stature is hard to – to power through. I mean, you ha- it, the Warriors don't have a whole lot of big guys. They don't have a lot of exactly. strong guys, which is one of the reasons that the Memphis Grizzlies should have been able to <laughs> take care of them, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, Jalen Brown, you mentioned Jason Tatum and Marcus Smart. First trio – uh, of for, from a team to have 20 points, five boards, and five assists in the NBA Finals since Kareem, Magic, and Coop did it in 84 for the Lakers. That, I mean, they're doing it at all three stages of the game. All I mean, of Jason it. Tatum had a bad game one. He's dishing out assists to his teammate. Jalen Brown is killing it on all three levels. And Marcus Bart is bringing the defense, but he's scoring, which makes the Celtics so dangerous. Game four. Tonight, um, 8 o'clock, should be interesting. I mean, you you hate that backs-to-the-wall type cliche, but uh, really this is one Golden State's got to have. And I don't know how how exactly they go about getting it, but, but, you know, coming off this 116 to 100 loss to Boston in game three, they got to figure something out. Sure. The Celtics will wear their association jerseys, which are the old school, big, you know, white jersey, big Celtics across it. No, no frills, no nothing. White and green trim. It's, they are, they are not expecting to come back to Boston without, with, without a trophy. They're and, not. And I think that's that's the thing is, you know, you went into this series thinking, okay, Golden State's got this. Well, somebody forgot to tell the Celtics because they they truly believe, especially after that game one win, and maybe that's why they believe it, but they they truly believe that this is their series to lose. What's funny is none of these games has really been close. Boston 120 to 108 in game one. Golden State 107-88 in game two, and then again, Boston 116-100 to on Wednesday night. So what's that? That's 12, that's 19, and 16. So, I mean, we have yet to see a game decided by fewer than, than 10 points. That's crazy how, the, and, you know, and, the, and the way yet, it's fluctuated. And yet – the Celtics have made two more field goals, and both teams have the same amount of three-pointers in the series. So it's exactly. all about free throws. Well, it's just the yep. fact that it, they've made so many more in one game and so few and so more, much less in the second game. It's evened out mm-hmm. because they've all been blowouts. Yeah. So it's really interesting there. And uh, Golden State plus 43 in the third quarter, Boston plus 40 in the fourth quarter. Because if you get beat up for three quarters, that fourth quarter is tough to play. 
Yeah. Uh, Landon Seacrest here with us on Main Street Sports today, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Landon Seacrest joining us remotely from yeah. Rosemary Beach, Florida. Landon, how's Correct. it going down there? It's going great. I'm actually tuning in right now from my lakeside beach house. So I, I'm here. I'm enjoying myself, but I'm also enjoying talking NBA basketball with you guys. Well, lakeside beach house. Lakeside beach house. Yeah, so he's lake, got lakeside on one side, the, beach on the other. The side. best of both worlds. This kid killing the game right here. When you coming home, man? I'll be I'll be home Sunday. Okay. Oh. All right. Well, safe travels coming back, and we appreciate you taking some time from the lakeside and the beach to be with us here on Main Street Sports today. We'll catch up with you. Thank you. Take care. All right. Spring Hill graduate, Belmont rising sophomore, Landon Seacrest, joining us here on Main Street Sports today. We're really happy to um, have him as a part of what we do. Yeah, no question. He is uh, He's definitely the, the most knowledgeable basketball person I know. Uh, now, JP does have quite a bit of NBA. He, he watches more NBA than we do. I think, uh, yeah, that, I think he does. But I've got I mean, experience, it, but that doesn't necessarily But you still it. watch it more than we do. I, I think you Maybe. enjoy basketball a little bit, uh, NBA basketball a little bit more than we do. It's interesting. Not much more, but I'll, I'll watch some. I, I watched enough while covering the Bobcats. You know, I watched every game for five straight years. So it's a lot. Yeah, and, and watching the Bobcats and watching the Bobcats will exactly. cure you of wanting to watch much NBA yeah, exactly. basketball. <laughs> well done. <laughs> Had enough for a lifetime. Oh, uh, what are we looking forward to this weekend? We'll tell you when we come back here on Main Street Sports Day, presented by Mid Tennessee Bone and Joint. Stick around.